Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Rossin. Happy Sunday. Thank you for joining me uh, because it is the Lord's Day. I do want to open up this episode in prayer. Uh, I hope that you will join me. Lord God, thank you for your grace more than anything else, Lord Father. Thank you for not dealing with us according to our sins, because if that were the case, none of us would stand a chance. Again, thank you for not dealing with us according to our sins, Father. We thank you for the gift of your Son, gift being an understatement of your Son, Jesus Christ, who came and lived a perfect life as a man and died a death that I and everybody listening to my voice right now deserves and was raised again on the third day bringing grace to all those undeserving of seeing the kingdom of God allowing us allowing us as a sacrifice to have access to you Lord Father I thank you, God, for all of the things that we take for granted, our health, our eyesight, our ability to see and touch and feel the world around us, Lord God. We, I thank you for the gifts that you give us, the good things such as marriage and parenthood and just the changing of the leaves and all the little things and the big things together, Lord Father. We thank you for your gifts. We thank you for the abundant mercy that you show us, Lord God. Praise and glory and honor be to you forever and ever. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I've been, uh, I've been trying recently to um, spend more time in prayer. I can always tell when, um, I'm not where, not that we ever get 100% to where we need to be spiritually, but I can always tell um, when I'm not walking as closely as I need to walk to God because I get a, um, I get like a different level of agitation and uh, I start to lose control of my mouth. I get very angry at things and uh, that's, that's how I know. So today I, you know, I woke up and I spent some extra time with the Lord and just thought about all the things that I'm so thankful for and grateful for, and His grace being number one and His mercy on me. But everything else in my life that He's blessed me with, and, uh, you know, I just think about my daughter, I think about my wife, I think about my animals, you know what I mean? I think about my businesses, just every, it's just, God has just been so incredibly good to me, and it's, um, it's hard for me to deal with it sometimes, because, you know, I, I, I read a quote that really helped me the other day, a, a saint, I assume some famous saint, I'm not super familiar with the saints, but, um, he said something along the lines of, don't believe your mind when it tells you that you're completely unworthy, but also don't believe your mind when it tells you that you're holy, right? So there's a balance between not self-deprecating, but also not conflating your righteousness before God, you know? 
and uh, it's it's tough for me. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. It's very difficult for me sometimes to reconcile how or why God is so good to me because I it's you know I think about mistakes that I made that I continue to make. I think about all my failures and shortcomings as a man, and uh, it's tough. And I guess more than anything, I'm trying to have more humility, and maybe these feelings that I'm working through recently are a practice in humility. And a far gentler one than what God could do. There's a lot of different ways God has dealt with me uh, significantly more harshly, if I said that correctly, uh, in a a significantly harsher manner historically than he does right now. You know, because of the past, I wouldn't even have thoughts like what I just articulated to you. So God would use outside circumstances to crush me into repentance and submission but now because I've been crushed and disciplined so many times at his hand because of my own failures I am much more aware and in tune you know it's it's like it's like maturing with your parents you know it's like the it's like the walk of discipline with your parents you know, the same things you were being chastised and punished for at seven years old. You should not be dealing with those same things when you're 16 and about to leave the house. You know what I mean? So, but some people still do. They never mature. So I, uh, I think that, you know, I reflect upon the times that God has disciplined me severely and I'm grateful now, and I hope that he, he doesn't. And if he has to again, then so be it. There's another lesson that I need to learn. But I think uh, I'm thankful now that instead of severely disciplining me with outside circumstances, lady just came flying around the corner in the middle of the road. Um, women are out of control. Um, now it's more of feelings and awareness and feeling bad. You know, it's more it's more conviction because when you're when you're when you're far gone and lost, you don't feel conviction and guilt. So, because you don't feel conviction and guilt, because guilt, because your heart's not healthy. A healthy, a good sign of a healthy heart is conviction and guilt. That's the sign of a healthy heart. A sign of a hardened, sick heart is a heart that does not feel conviction, that does not feel guilt. And there was a point in my life where I felt no conviction and no guilt for the things that I was doing. No remorse. You know, drug and alcohol abuse and just things I shouldn't have been, just many things I shouldn't have been doing. Many things. I, uh, many, many things. Too many to name. 
And I had no conviction, no guilt. In fact, I felt good about these things. So God humbled me hard. And I'm so thankful for that lesson. Because what's the alternative? The alternative is just more pain and death in this life and then hell. You know, so many people get angry when they're chastised or disciplined. Whether it's by parents or an authority figure or God. And I am thankful. I'm thankful now. You know, a couple months ago, my dad corrected me on something. Yeah, I still get corrected at 31 years old by my dad. And, which is fine. I love it. Uh, and the reason why I'm saying that is I, he when he dealt out his verbal correction to me, chastised me a bit for something I had said. Uh, and he was right. He was 100%. Something I had done. It was a video I had, I had posted. Um, I think he expected me to get angry. And like I could feel him on the other side of the phone bracing for some sort of conflict, right? And I just, I wasn't happy. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, thanks, Pa. <laughs> no, but uh, I was thankful. I didn't want to talk much more about it. I was very short with him, but I wasn't angry. I was ashamed of myself. You know what I mean? And what do you do want to what do you want to do when you're full of shame? You want to hide, right? And uh, I was actually thankful and I told him before we hung up. I said I, I thank you genuinely uh, for bringing this up to me and kind of correcting me on this. You know, when uh, you should seek out correction more than you seek out praise you should seek out people that'll keep it real with you and chastise you for errant behavior see because what what you'll see now in our society is you'll see the reason why you see so much deviant degenerate behavior is that there's no longer correction people now it's 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 not nice to correct somebody's deviant behavior it's it's not it's funny because the only the only behavior they correct now is masculine behavior but if you want to like wear dresses when you have a penis and have a septum piercing and live on government assistance and protest and watch cartoons as a 28 year old man that's totally fine but you know god forbid you speak out against something that you believe in that goes against the, you know, anyway, so the, the you see so much deviancy now because behavior is no longer being corrected. People and people now flee from correction. They flee from accountability or they there's this post I was reading this morning. This woman has a mixed race baby and her advice was on some dating forum. And she's like, you know, anytime I go out with guys and I show them a picture of my kid, they either ghost me or they don't blah, 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 blah. And I can't remember exactly what the rest of the post said because it just threw me into just a, just a state of disbelief. But she goes on to just blame men. And for her being a single mom. And it, there's no, there was no self, she couldn't believe why these men would be turned off by the fact that she had a child. 
and then you know you got to go into the whole undertones of you know if you're a white I mean there's just you're gonna go like if you're a white dad and you're with a woman who has a black child and she's white and you're out and again you shouldn't have to worry about what other people think about this I, I would never pass judgment on somebody by the way for that you maybe they adopted and even if he maybe he just came into this woman's life and is stepping up to be the father that the kid never had awesome but you understand how people are going to think and look at you generally you know and she's sitting here wondering why a man wouldn't want to be put in that situation and moreover had no doesn't matter the race of the child white black whatever had no took zero accountability for her decision making Nobody takes accountability anymore. Everybody flees from accountability. They run for the hills. And that's why you have, again, so much errant, perverted, deviant behavior now. So, anyways. A mature person seeks criticism more than praise. It's good criticism from good people that are worthy of doling the criticism and they respond to it correctly and in a mature manner that is the sign of a spiritually mature person alright I love you guys let's get it have a good Sunday